All right, we're doing it. Okay. It's episode 52. We're at Kelly's house. I came from work. Everyone else came from the beach. Kelly's here, and as, as is Mary. Hello. So, sorry. What? Oh, I don't know. So I'm, I'm setting the scene. <laughs> like, I, basically, what I'm telling you guys, they've been drinking at the beach all day. I'm stone I... cold sober, ready to carry this load on my shoulders like I did last time. We actually didn't get drunk at the beach. We were very restrained because we know, were recording. I can tell, actually, that you're not. But you guys are probably pretty relaxed from the sun. Yeah, that's for sure. Also, yeah. I want to point out that I do have a job, but I came to the beach after a doctor appointment. Yes, that's, Kelly had um, a reason to not be at the beach. Yep, exactly true. But you could have just said it was after work. We don't know what time we recorded this. <laughs> now they do. Well, uh, yeah, Bill worked real late, and we were just at the beach, so yeah, they you went know to the beach it is. for the evening. Well, you can go to the beach late here. I don't know what I'm talking about. You can. It's episode fifty-two. <laughs> uh, I got a new phone. My topics are on the old phone, so I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I think I had a couple of things I was going to talk about, but uh, it sounds like you have a story you want to tell, Mom. Poochie, it looks like you have something to say. <laughs> Are you talking about the the guy in the car? Yeah. Okay. We yeah, well, I don't know. I have many stories. I've hundreds. I try so hard to set you up. Oh, you have hundreds worked. stories, thousands, really. Okay, we'll start with the anyway, first one. We were coming. This is give the best one. Driving <laughs> along <laughs> in Seattle next first. to the, uh, down by the Seattle Center the other day, and there was this white Trans Am from the nineties, eighties. Very, very. It looked like Classic. it was out of a movie, like late '80s. Yeah, kind of after they were. And it had um, the coolest. The license plate said "One Bad Guy" or something. I think. And it's I was like, "School is held in here." I know, and I was like, "Whoa, whoa, we got to look at this." So we kind of crept up next to him, and I looked in, and the guy's like, "You know, the bounty hunter guy, dog. Is that his name? Dog, dog? The bounty hunter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, had, yeah we know who uh, he yeah. is." <laughs> Okay. I know who that is, and I know who the bounty paper roll, paper towel roll guy is. Okay, no, the the bounty guy's. The, so it wasn't the, a lumberjack. No. Okay. He was the other guy, and he had a bandana on his head. It was white, and he was blaring um, ACDC, my Hell favorite. Yeah. And he had tattoos all over the place, and he was just like, I like this guy is just comfortable in his own skin. He's just. Do you think he was just being ironic, or do you think he was really like that? That was my question too, because mom asked me when she came back, and she was like describing him and then she's like and he had a customized license plate and I did it and I said did it say cool I think I said did it say um cool guy and she was like no I said did it say cool dude I just looked at my piece of paper wow I'm really blowing this story to pieces <laughs> with the details I said did it say cool dude she's like no I said like one one bad guy or something like that you should that have followed either. this guy to see what he's up to my dad saw him later that actually party. was it a bar just putting like nine no nine albums of ACDC on in a row <laughs> it's gonna be 200 bucks be worth it that would have been mom's uh, soulmate so I she did put that on one goddamn time in one goddamn bar I never hear the goddamn mom put it. she got she the jack on two times get over wow. yourselves she put it on the uh, those are your two favorite ACDC songs you know how I don't like machine I'm, I'm not good at machines she put it on the jukebox like three times in a row literally I did that not rules. Um, Herman was it it was definitely more than twice. It was like what? three or four times. How many times was it, Herman? Hold up your hands. This story gets more... He's scared to say. Whipped out of <laughs> he shape. Said two. He said He's two. Scared Thank you, Herman. Somebody's still in the will around here. Two, listen, I'll mediate here. Two is still really funny that you did that. And I think it would <laughs> okay, be funny I'll admit to see two was funny. People, people's eyes looking crestfallen when they hear... Oh, we're going to hear the song again, huh? <laughs> I've heard worse things in off jukeboxes. Oh, yeah. everyone Yeah, has. one time I went to a bar and you were... I pulled up outside of it and you were standing outside drinking beer out of a glass... <laughs> And I said, what are you doing out here? And he said, they're playing heart in there. And that's a dedication to not liking a, music, a band. Is mm-hmm. when you're like, you can stand to be in the gonna, building that this is playing in. And you're going to break the law yeah. and take your gonna, beer outside? Nobody seemed to care. What was the mustard seed in Bellevue? Is that place still there? Oh, hell no. Like, oh, it's been gone for a long time. Oh, I don't a long time ago. There's apartments there now. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay. I'd never go to that part of Bellevue. It doesn't matter. But it's an old shitty bar that used to be in Bellevue. Um, I, there's one thing I wrote down that's fast. I... Um, one time I was in Vancouver with my friend Keon and he was interviewing Nardwar, the human serviette. Oh, yeah. And uh, do you know who that is, Mom? Oh, well, of course I know who Nardwar, the human serviette, is. <laughs> yeah. He's a pretty uh, famous dude. doesn't? He, go on YouTube and watch his interviews sometime. He it's has entertaining. Interviews with really famous people where he like gets really into their background. It's and, crazy. Like he'll produce a record that they're into. Yeah, and they're like, how did you even know I want it? Like, how did you even know I liked this? And he's like, I know everything about you. I don't have but any idea what people are talking ball. about. So, okay. so okay, he's, start he's, over. he's a guy who's on the radio in Canada. He's okay. from, uh, he, and he's like, I'm from 
Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Or North Vancouver is where he's from. Okay. I'm from North Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And he talks like real weird. And he wears like a Tam O'Shanter hat and like goofy clothes. He's been doing this for years. He's been doing it for like 20 or 30 years or something. So I'm confused about who's so, interviewing. So Keon was interviewing him for some okay, reason. Okay, Keon is a friend of yours so we were from up high there. school. Yeah. Okay. And we were up there and we were going to interview him. And we met him at the Tomahawk Barbecue in uh, North Vancouver, which has since been featured on Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Oh, yeah, they have this Gookum Chief Burger. Yeah. I remember uh, going there with you to get it. And he mm-hmm. he suggested going there, I think, and, and was telling us about how they have the Gookum Chief Burger, which is a uh, hamburger. He said it's uh, all three meals in one. It's <laughs> it egg, kind of was. egg for breakfast, a wiener for lunch, and a hamburger for dinner. Oh, perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember Keon getting a side of gravy with that. It's good. Fries. Absolutely Canada's, necessary. Yeah. <laughs> Canada's famous for the gravy. It was good. Um, but he told us, so we, we, we like sat there with him for a long time. I had to get lunch with him. It was weird because it's like, you know. Was he that my, famous back then? Uh, he was in Canada. He interviewed a lot of people. Like he'd interviewed like Nirvana and Beck and stuff. Oh, okay. Nirvana loved him, I think, because he was so entertaining. Hmm. But yeah, he's interviewed tons of, like anybody famous that's a musician, you've, he's interviewed. And they're all on YouTube. It's so Everybody, you everybody out there, go listen to it or go watch his interviews because they're entertaining. Yeah, and he'll bust out like a... Oh, you were in this band when you were in high school and have a record of it and give yeah. it to them. And it's like, where did you get all these? Huh. Um, he does his homework. Yeah, he does way too much homework. It's huh. weird. Um, some sort of transaction going on over here. Um, so <laughs> Yeah, mom and dad are passing stuff back and forth and like doing signals and <laughs> yeah. giving credit cards. Oh, I think it's, is it pizza related? I don't know. I don't know. The like, great part is I'm not sure. I just come giving everything I have. You better, you better be careful, Kelly. You're going to get the pizza gate people after us. Oh, is shit. It, is it pizza related? <laughs> I hope I, hope I hit the jackpot with whatever he's asking for. I don't know what it is. My next topic is actually be how we're going to turn this into a QAnon podcast. But uh, so Nardwar, we were interviewing him or he was interviewing him and I was just sitting there and talking and like listening and I think I was really hungover because I was, I think it was when I was 19 you could drink up there and he said that you know how canadian people are known for saying a mm-hmm. heard that he said uh you know the american equivalent of that is saying you know like americans always say you know you know yeah. and i never thought about that i don't know why i thought of this but i thought of it recently because i think i was saying you know a bunch <laughs> actually i do know why i said thought of it because i hear people i work at a place with a lot of young people who talk on the phone like a call center mm-hmm. and i hear them say no worries a lot Oh yeah, which is something that younger people say. That old, and I've actually heard that like some baby boomers will get mad when they hear people say that because it's like disrespectful. Uh, oh, they hate. Also, no problem. No problem. I, you say you're welcome. <laughs> like, it's so stupid. I agree why, with why that. are you trying? You're to part of the worst indi- generation of all time. Why are you trying to indicate that <laughs> I would I be so. a problem yeah, to right. you? Is why, what people get mad about. Uh, why would you even bring up worries? But there's I, also a, like every single week in rant and rave a thing about how you shouldn't address a table as guys. How oh you guys God. doing? I think that's. What is supposed to say, y'all? Okay. That's I cultural appropriation. I call people guys all the time. Like it's well, part oh, of thought, our language that's normal. I thought you were talking about if, as a wait staff in a restaurant. Yeah, but I saying? mean, I do it to my peers. I'll say to like, well, everybody does "What are you that. guys doing?" Oh well, yeah, two girls. That's, that's our. That's our plural. Second person. It's yeah, that's how okay, we talk. but people get offended by that and yeah. then write to rant and rave. And uh, it seems like that would have gone by the wayside. Now this is actual stuff to be horrified about. So people saying no worries. <laughs> I was, but no I, worries was an Australian thing, as far that's as that's what I, I thought that. too. And I used no to, for some reason it irritated me at first. Now I look like okay, all right, good. Oh no, it just sounds Thanks. more casual. It sounds beachy, yeah. like yeah. a surfer guy. We're, this is pretty that's beachy fine. over here in Seattle. <laughs> we're by the ocean. We're, we're west coast. You know, by by association, we're part of the beach. Um, I have some unfinished business. Are we done talking about whatever we were yeah, just talking so people, about that I already forgot? Uh, in Canada, our Canadian listeners, uh, that's why I don't make fun of you for saying A, because we say you know. I don't make fun of you for the way you talk, generally. <laughs> I think A is pretty cool, actually. I like I, it. I like that. I like, I like all the the funny, not funny, but the intercursy. Intercur- <laughs> oh, oh Jesus, I can't say that word. Edit all this out. I like the way Canadians talk. It's charming. Yeah, I like the Canadian accent. And people are polite, usually. Or they're outwardly polite. It's like here, where people are nice and the people move here and they're like why don't you be friends with me and we're like we just don't like outsiders yeah and we're also we don't say that though. I like everybody you don't have any friends I do in other places no you don't in the world yeah mom probably has more friends than we do <laughs> I know, but I'm not bragging like about locally it. yeah I, I don't know anybody don't I haven't friends. known for like 50 years that's what I'm saying okay you don't make you don't have like people moving here last week that you're inviting to dinner parties, which apparently happens in other places. Because people always yeah, complain about it happening here. Mind. It's like, what do you just like you just hang out with people that you barely know? That sounds stupid. <laughs> Maybe it's because everybody who lives here has too much family and they're tired of hanging out with people after. Half I think an he's hour talking about us, Kelly. Maybe. Well, not just you. Well, we're forcing him to do a podcast. That's a lot of people I'm talking about. <laughs> um, yeah, those are my topics. Hmm. 
Well, mom, can I say two things that annoy me as long as we're here with Oh, the, you're moving to your topics. Go well, for it. Well, just one. It's just one. Um, the word relationship yeah. irritates the hell out of it. And I, in any form? The word relationship. Yeah. No, like, oh, wait, we're in this relationship. That what? I don't know what that means. It's stupid. <laughs> it irritates the hell out of me. You don't oh. like the saying, just like saying someone's in a relationship bothers you? Yeah. But that's amazing. It's a, you always surprise me with this stuff, and it shouldn't surprise me, but it still does. But why? Why does? Why is that? Why would that why make does it me bother mad? You? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out why. Okay, I'm this being is, introspective about it. And I don't the know. deeper thing is why does why do things make you mad that are stupid? I mean, why do I? Why does this that irritate a, me? This is seriously a to- topic for a psychiatrist, mom. Okay. <laughs> for any psychiatrist out of there who would oh. like to give me free psychiatric care. I don't know why that stuff bothers you. A lot of stuff bothers you very irrationally. I know. Well, just, although I have to I say, I don't why. think I've ever used that word myself to describe my it's relationship like when you guys, with my husband. Before you had that. It wasn't uh, like I'm like, hey, mom and dad, I'm in a relationship with uh, this guy who lives in Canada. And we email each other head. and write letters. I talk about synergistic relationships a lot when I'm at work. When I'm talking about like, um, well, since I don't know what you're talking about, that's that's. When I'm talking about like my media brand and you know like (laughs) setting up like. The other thing just trying to get us to tune out. (laughs) You say synergy a lot. We're like, glance out the window. You make it a long way just talking like that. Yeah. Um, The phrase and more when you're advertising something. Uh huh. You don't like it. Oh, I've got something that I don't like. And more. Yeah, that's because well, I guess it just implies that the whole the list they made isn't all of it. And and more works in like a lineup for a show. No. Do I sound different than I normally do? My voice sounds different to me. You sound a little um, congested in the nose area. Yeah, I'm Would a little you like a drink of beer? I don't think that's going to help. <laughs> okay. um, that's all I've got. Um, so what drives me nuts is, and this is going to drive you nuts too, Mom, and I don't know why this is irrational, irrationally angering me, but when, when, there's, when they'll say like uh, something, they're talking about like in an advertisement, they'll say this costs, or you can save up to $1,000 or more. So you can save zero to infinity? Is what that means? <laughs> oh, God, yeah. I'm talking about. Like, <laughs> yeah. That one is very uh, up annoying. Up two or more means every number. Mm-hmm. So it I don't does. like that. That's that's, uh, that's my and more pet peeve. Oh, yeah. The and more. Is, uh, there's some commercials. Like, well, everything could be. Uh, like what? Like, okay, I'm, I'm selling donuts and more. Like, polar yeah. bears? Teriyaki? Yeah. What the hell? Shoes? Yeah, that's an ideal restaurant, but donuts and teriyaki only. <laughs> but what, I mean, and more could be uh, uh, the rest of everything. And it's, yeah. is it? Or what? Or do you just have a, one more kind of donut? Anyway. Is there a place called Donuts and More that you're talking about? Because I want to go to this place. I want to see what they have. <laughs> I wonder if they know. have those hot, do- like those sausages with... Um, like a bagel dog? Bagel around it. Maybe they have like a <laughs> crawler. Or they have like bear claws. These aren't technically donuts. We didn't want to get sued. Does, That's what I'm um, saying. I don't know. And more. could mean, It means literally everything else in the world. Does Sunrise, Sunrise Espresso still do the sausage things? This is very important for the podcast. I never get that. And the listeners who so are this, all local. This is a donut Redmond. place that's in Redmond that's been there for a long time. And they, they have really good donuts. Constantly. I know. We've talked about like five times. They might be our actual unofficial sponsor. They, they I've gone in there at nine o'clock in the morning on a weekday and they're out of donuts. Or on Saturday. And it's just like, we don't have any more donuts. We just have these one kind of donut. I don't know. Coffee? I don't know why they're not making more donuts either because uh, it seems like that's their whole job. (laughs) And they're open like all day. And if you sell out that early, just make like twice as many donuts. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's like, it's not like they just started. Kelly was, it's a premium brand though. Four or five when he started going there. (laughs) Yeah. It's been there for 30 years. But, uh, I don't know if they have, I was going to say, I don't know if they have those sausage things. I don't think I ever get there early enough. I used to like them. They were more like a biscuit than a yeah. bagel. I really fry. had to clarify that. I don't know yeah, why. it's important. I didn't uh, know they had those at all. Blazing Bagels oh. has. Oh, they have veggie. Bagel dogs uh, and veggie dogs. We should go there. Yes. All right, that's enough about local restaurants. That's our local restaurant segment. I have a, Do you have something to talk about, Kelly? Yeah, I want to talk about how um, mom and dad were staying with us for a while. They're at her cousin's house now. but um, We're homeless. <laughs> no, you're not. You have two homes. Kelly, you sounded so mad without saying anything. <laughs> I was She's trying mad. not to say go fuck yourself. I know, I can tell. You tried so hard. And you just went like... That's not a nice way to talk to your like mother, when, by It sounds the like way. when my cats are looking out the window and they see a bird. That was happening. It was like an involuntary Twitter thing. You did a good job of not freaking out, though. That was good. Anyway, she was staying here and like had been... Like stayed on the floor for a while and just, you know, hanging out. And at one point, one night, I think we'd been arguing about something stupid, like we do when we're alone, when we're together too much. And uh, she's like, "Do you have a nail file? Can I see it?" And I was like, "Here, here." 
And then she's on the couch and she starts filing her toenails. Oh, man. Just like on the couch, like with this really intense, um, the file was intense. It was like a really hard one. A real raspy one. Like meaning literally like it's a rasp. Mm -hmm. That's what it meant. Yeah. Also, now it's raspy because mom rubbed it on her toes. And she's just like, and I was like, what are you doing? Are you trying to make me kick you out of your house, my house? Like, are you trying to, like, yeah, do so the epitome of overstaying your welcome? Kelly lives in a studio apartment, and my parents stay here because if they stayed with me, we would no longer be on speaking terms years ago. I and we don't have room either. I'm gonna. T- we have less room than Kelly somehow. Somehow we have. I'm two telling kids. you. Oh yeah, you have kids. That's different. My, I would, I probably would have impaled your father with my toenail and killed him, and that would have been a worse. I probably. think you should have maybe just used some clippers. You guys should get a Murphy bed. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good idea. She's a Charlie Murphy bed. Also, while we're on the that's topic, I just want to say <laughs> that, was, that was pretty good. It wasn't. It doesn't make any sense. Well, mom's tiny. I didn't hear what he said. Is Charlie, Charlie Murphy tiny? Oh, I was thinking of um, Charlie McCarthy. Charlie McCarthy. You should get a Charlie McCarthy bed. That's funnier. <laughs> Amer- get a ventriloquist <laughs> dummy bed for the size about of the, mom. The, the <laughs> it's Charlie Murphy. It's Eddie Murphy's brother. <laughs> we may have just lost Kelly. <laughs> there may have been a puppet called Charlie Murphy at some point. I don't know. So I don't think I don't. Wait, let's can we go back to the the puppet part? It's not funny even a little bit. Yeah. About how small you are. Yeah, it's not. You're like short, like Charlie McCarthy. I yeah. get it. Okay. <laughs> Not that funny. Mom, Charlie McCarthy was a famous uh, ventriloquist dummy. Edgar <laughs> Bergen. He, um, Edgar Bergen, who couldn't do ventriloquism, operated. He did pretty good ventriloquism. He, he wore one of those one eyeglasses things. I bet you know how TV was like amazing to everybody. I bet Ed, Edgar Bergen was like, oh shit, I'm going to learn how to do this now. Because he just sit in a radio studio just talking, move, flapping his lips. Yeah. Flapping both sets of lips. Wait, he did that on the radio? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did not and, know that. And he would sit there with a dummy and do it. Yeah. Which is so weird. He wouldn't just do the voices. He would. He'd be like sitting there talking to the dummy and with like WC fields like on the he, radio. It's like he knew TV was coming. He's like, "I'm gonna get this going." Well, he probably started. It's gonna blow their minds. He started on stage, but it's weird that he didn't just leave the dummy at home. You know, <laughs> like just if you can't figure this out, just close your eyes. Like the people that are listening will will be experiencing and just pretend like I have the dummy. That is so bizarre. Charlie, uh, it probably delighted the people who worked there. Well, they also do it in front of an audience. So maybe that's why. Well, okay. there you go. Yeah, that makes sense. But then they just be knocking wood together to sound and like actually, so the more you yeah, mention it, I think he, he actually wasn't that good at ventriloquism. Nobody is. He was good at doing voices, but he wasn't good at not moving his lips. Right. Well, that's You're going to say no one's good at being a ventriloquist? Not really. I'm going to make you watch like a hundred ventriloquists. I'm not doing that. You just watch, watch Jeff Dunham's latest special on Netflix. Who's Jeff Dunham? God, he, stop talking about people I don't know. He's the most famous ventriloquist there is. You would recognize okay, him. Which would indicate that. Doesn't, yeah. he, doesn't he do some dicey characters? Yeah. He does like a lot. He's horrible. He's a pretty conser- like like conservative leaning like you know middle of the country pop oh he guess where he performed he performed here what venue in Buckle Seattle Shoot Casino yeah no uh that did, 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 did I don't know Showbox nope uh Tacoma Dome holy moly yeah like 30,000 people or whatever 20,000 people I never heard of the guy yeah huh. like could you imagine going to see a ventriloquist at the Tacoma Dome like Tacoma Dome for people who don't know is a, <laughs> no. gi- a giant arena that like is like that's oh where oh god that's funny uh, that's where like Taylor Swift plays. Like it's he's just sitting there on the tiny stage with this <laughs> tiny dummy, and you're just watching on the screen. Huh? In the weird wooden Tacoma Dome. I took Lily to see Iron Maiden there. It's, that's not a good building. Um, Iron Maiden's good though. I'm gonna finish off this topic by saying, don't clip your toenails or fingernails at work. It's annoying. Okay. It is really annoying. I don't no know. No one should ever be that. able to hear you clipping your fingernails. Some, stuff like that. I always assume people who do it would never like. They would just be like, "Well, it's okay when I do it or whatever." Like, it, I don't think people hear that and then occur. I don't think most people learn from advice like that. You know. It's like people do it on the bus. Like, what are you doing? It's gross. On the bus. The guy on the bus today on the way over to where I was meeting you guys was. Uh, he's like a frat bro looking dude, but he looked like he was nodding out on opiates. You know. Yeah. Or opioids, as we call them now. And he's holding a cup of water from Starbucks, and it just like tilted and tilted, and then finally just dumped out on the floor, like wow. it broke, like it fell, and, and then he and then he cleaned it up, and then he like he's sitting in one of those weird middle seats. Yeah. And he cleaned it up, and then he just passed back out again. Huh. Hmm. I don't think he was just tired. He was just like he was like slumping over sideways, sleeping on the bus yeah. at five o'clock. Yeah. It's a bummer. Sounds like not an out. It's not good. Yeah. Oh, you want to hear a save story? A what? Save? Yeah. Well, saved. We were oh. all we all could be dead if it wasn't for Dad. Oh, okay. okay. We were going, this is a, a cautionary tale, people, if you're driving, 
pay attention. We were driving down the freeway, coming back from Seafair? Or are we coming back from Yeah, Seafair weekend. Well, the fact that it's Seafair weekend makes it more like well, this person was drunk. Yeah. yeah. So we're driving along, doodly doo, and we're on the, on the right hand lane. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what I'm true. saying. Anyway, so we're driving along at you know 55. Seafair is a thing we have here where they have hydroplane races, and oh. they have which is a weird thing. That you can go look that up if you care what that is. And the Blue Angels perform. They close the bridges because there's stuff going on on the lake. People go on boats. They have a parade earlier in the summer. That the Seafair is kind of a summer long thing that different neighborhoods celebrate. But the big thing is the the uh, hydroplane races which are a tradition that go back a really long time and they used to show them on TV I don't think they do anymore I don't they know. started again this year okay good oh, they? Oh. so on TV which is really exciting to watch uh, boats running around you don't know what they are but uh, that's so people go there and they get drunk all day it's a day drink it's like the 4th of July but a couple days yeah so we're coming on the freeway we're on the right in the right hand lane going probably 50-55 it was you know freeway speed and all of a sudden, I was looking down, and all of a sudden, the, the car just, like, rocked to the side. And I'm, like, jerked and looked up, and there was a car. What did you yell at, Dad? I, nobody had time to yell yet. There's a car who had gone across from the lane beside us, at least, maybe another one, I don't know, to get off the, the, the exit. Oh, it, yeah, just right in front of Dad. almost passed. I mean, we yeah, were within. He would have absolutely hit us if Dad hadn't swerved out of yeah. the way and slowed down. Because he, he came into our lane and then went over, like, three more lanes and just Jesus got off Christ. the freeway. God. It was still... I mean, it was inches. You know it was a couple inches. Is? I think it's GPS making people do that. Because I see people doing that way more than they used to. Well, they'll just cut oh, across like two. Yeah, because oh, I think they... You should be I think they're less GPS. worried about getting lost if you have GPS. Just but, take the next exit and your GPS will redirect you. That's what makes sense to me too. But I think people's mentality is that they don't know the area because they don't ever look at a map and they don't know... Like, people will just go... Like, I used to work at Microsoft, and people who lived in Seattle didn't ever go anywhere else in Redmond. They didn't know where anything was or how to get anywhere else besides Microsoft, and they go straight back to Seattle. And it's like, that's kind of an odd mentality to me to not know anything about the area at all where you live or anyway. work. But I think that's what that is, is people are, the guy was probably also drunk, but like, if you're following instructions, it says to take the exit, and you're like, oh shit, the exit's right here, and you panic and do it. Some people do. Yeah. People who are bad drivers do that. It's because I've noticed that an increase in that in the last hmm. five years or so. It's also the same thing. Like if you're going to make anyone behind you miss a light because you're trying to change lanes because you're realizing you're turning in the wrong place, turn. Don't be a dick. Don't think, make people miss, miss a light. Go around the block. I think that's what happens too. Is people? I think it's the same thing where people are following a GPS and it says turn right and they're in the middle lane and they can't get over, so they put their signal on and stop. That's the yeah. best. We were it's in a good the move. People need to honk more here. Yeah. It scares the it. shit out of people when you honk at them. I when the, when this happened, I leaned. Jeez, leaned over, Dad, and honked the horn until the horn ran out. You used a little horn juice, the horn fluid. <laughs> yep, <laughs> the horn ran stop out. it. It did. This stopped, but wouldn't work anymore. And the guy was like halfway, like a mile it? away. Yeah. God, I was pissed. I've anyway. people like that before for like thirty full seconds. Well, this is the other. Yeah, it was like thirty <laughs> full seconds. I was so pissed. Yeah, we were speaking of GPS. Well, I'm just <laughs> I heard it. Stop it. I said Ernst every episode. We I think. were Herman's balls in. <laughs> You're way behind on that. <laughs> way behind. Did you edit that? Edit the old like ones. Was he just saying that in there? I just I to say like forty-seven times. Um, we were in the Portland area. We're trying to meet our friend at this fairly. Uh, it's a restaurant called Elmer's. It's like Denny's or whatever. And there are two of them in the vicinity. And we, I don't know, it got to be just a big mess. And the GPS wouldn't just, it was on a street called Burnside. And we kept saying, oh, turn left onto Maple or whatever. I'm like, shouldn't we be on Burnside? And we kept, anyway, we kept going around and around. And finally we figured it out by a lady sitting next to us at a stoplight. I rolled down the window and said, can you tell me where this restaurant is? She goes, oh, yes, right over there. Yeah, so, it's old fashioned. Old fashioned. Sometimes old fashioned works as yeah. well as the next thing. God. Anyway, I don't. Well, I don't Burnside. trust those things. It's a major street down there in Portland. It I is. love being asked for directions. I I I always just blow my god. I don't. Know. I, I just tell people I'm not from here. I'm so bad at it. I get asked for directions on the street sometimes, and it always yeah. makes me happy when I can tell people. Where you don't to just go. go. Don't you have a phone? <laughs> I'm always tempted when I see people looking at their phones, and I can tell where they're that they're trying to figure out where to go. You should offer to take their picture and then steal their phones. <laughs> I cannot run roots. fast enough for that. <laughs> I'm like get half a block away. You're like, on the bus. Oh, do you want your phone back? Just, I'm just sorry. Use, Please don't call the police. I'm just, sorry. I'm just so use their dumb. phone to call an Uber. <laughs> well, they'll pay for oh, it. There you, know? you go. That's a good idea. They'll never find you. They'll, they'll never good, find me. Look at my address that just I call just Uber. dropped off at. Hey, uh, where'd that Uber take that person? <laughs> they don't have a phone anymore. My phone, my old phone. Ask. They don't have any way. Also, uh, you actually can't call Uber, so it might be a good plan. That's true. I'm gonna just uh, virulated. We we're talking about John Travolta 
the movie Vera related. Vera, yeah. Okay. What did I say? Did I say her name? I didn't, hear what, I didn't know what okay. you said. Hey, it's new like listeners, Vera is one of our oldest nutballs. Yeah. Yeah. You're listening anyway. to this in like 2029 after we're on like uh, the local news for having a, a podcast for way too long <laughs> that nobody listens to. That's People how we're getting famous. And you're coming back and listening to the old ones. Vera's one of the original nutballs. Anyway. We were talking about the John Travolta movie, with all the movies she hadn't seen, and Greece? she didn't know she wanted no, to see them. No, she's probably seen Grease. <laughs> um, no, he did Phenomenon. Uh, Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction, and he did Phenomenon, and he did Michael, and those were both really good movies. No, they weren't. Michael. Yes, they were. Way. Mm-hmm. It was an angel. And I don't think oh that's... Oh, my God. So what, you don't like Face Off, but you like Michael and Phenomenon? Yeah. Okay. Those are bad. I've never seen any of those movies. I've seen the either. posters, but they're bad. <laughs> I know they're not good. Yeah. They are too. I probably saw commercials Zero, in the 90s. Don't listen to these people. They don't know shit about Don't watch movies. those movies first. If you haven't seen Grease, watch that. And no, then, not Grease. Watch, and then watch Pulp Fiction. I was thinking you were talking about Grease. I and then watch Pulp Fiction. I can't remember. No, we're and talking about Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction is the best. I'm giving you the order one. to watch John Travolta movies in. Okay. Number one, Battlefield Earth. Oh, God. <laughs> Number two, no, don't watch Battlefield Earth. It's not even that fun. Oh, it's not It's not that bad, but it's terrible. It's a terrible movie, but it's kind of entertaining. I'd say um, Pulp Fiction and then uh, Face Off and then Grease. <laughs> yeah. Is he in Face Off? And then if you feel like... Yes. Yes, he's one of the faces. Have face, you seen Face Off? She hasn't seen it. I have, too, no, but I thought haven't. the other guy they don't like very much. Nicholas Cage was in yeah, it. Yeah, Nicholas Cage Yeah, was Mom, they switch faces. Who do you think he switched <laughs> face with? Steve Buscemi? <laughs> I don't know. Danny Trejo? <laughs> she thought it was two know. John Travoltas and they switched faces. You must know who Danny Trejo is. He's in every movie. I've probably seen him, but I don't know. I actually seen. don't know who that is either. He's a Mexican-American dude who is, he's like, he was in prison for real. And they found him. He was in the first movie he was in. He'd just gotten out of prison and they needed prisoner guys like in the movie. Okay. I think I know who you mean. So they hired him and he. Uh, he looks like a um, acne scarred kind of face. Yeah. Big. Guy. And he's really intimidating. But I, I saw an interview with him where he said, somebody's like, you're in a lot of movies. And he's like, yeah, if somebody asked me to be in a movie, I'm like, I feel like, like I'm so lucky to do this for a living. I'll just be in it. That's cool. Like he just will like, he was in like college movies and stuff. Like, we should write a movie around him. He, he was in Heat, which is one of the best movies in the 90s. Like he was a, one of the like dudes on the crew in that movie. And he's good in that. But like he still will do like just bad horror movies because hmm. he feels like he's, he's like, just like I was in prison. I thought my life was going nowhere, and then I got sort of rescued, and so I'm so grateful I still do all these huh, shitty cool. little movies to help people out. Well, that's yeah. great. He seems like a really good guy. Hmm. I like that. So he and Jim and uh, Jimmy Carter. Yeah, Danny, Danny, we're just listening good Danny guys. Danny Trejo and Jimmy Carter are the two good people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, right? yeah, I'm showing, yeah. I'm showing my mom a picture of him. I don't know his name. Uh, what is his the name? The only person, Danny Trejo. Okay, I like him. All right. He's good. So I wanted to... I have two more topics that okay. I want to wow, go to. Wow, we're just swarming with topics for once. Yeah, I always bring them. <laughs> <laughs> there was another one of those silences where one of us didn't say... Uh, I was sort of spaced out. I was just giving Mom a stare down, and I realized that doesn't really translate to podcasting. <laughs> um, you were going to tell us a story you got interrupted last time about um, being in Target without shoes. You want to tell that story? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was one of those things that I, it, I don't know. I, I used to work in a wholesale nursery. and This is going way back. Yeah. Back. And somehow I... I was born in... By wholesale nursery, she means it's dead. where they sell babies. Yeah. But you have to buy more than one at a time. <laughs> but they're cheap, though. Anyway, Cheaper. I was on my way to... What are you doing? And Kelly just got up and laughed in the yeah, middle of Yeah, good job of making that clear to everybody who's well, listening. You didn't need to know. Not, this you is not very just, professional. You could have just kept talking. I'm going to keep talking. You're way too easily distracted. I'm going to worry now that Kelly's not here. You're not going to be able to So I was... <laughs> somehow I got ready for work and I didn't have any shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I left my shoes at work. I don't know how that happened. What, I don't when know you how, were working at the wholesale nursery? Yes. And I, somehow I managed to get so, home without my shoes. And I don't know... I can't... I can't explain it. I don't know what happened. I don't understand how you weren't ever a hippie. You don't wear shoes. I wasn't organized enough to be a hippie. You don't, but you, you, I think you just were, you didn't have enough of an exposure to that lifestyle because you have all the hippie ideals. I do. Like you recycled for, forever when I was growing up and people would be like, why are you saving all these cans? I remember people being like, why, what are you doing? This can't, why are these not in the garbage? Weirdo. <laughs> And we'd have to take them to a recycling center. Yeah. I'm not complaining. I think it's great that you did that and you're committed to all this stuff, but I don't understand how you've managed to go through all your... You should start being a hippie now. All right. I guess yeah, you relax, hippie. dude. Okay. Like if somebody <laughs> described you, if I was looking for you and I said, hey, is this... And I described you and said, is this person here? And they'd be like, is there some hippie lady? I'd be like, oh, that's probably her, you know? All right. It's close enough. You flip-flops in the winter. That's pretty hippied out. 
Well, yeah, I do wear flip flops in the winter. Just forgetting I wear, that you have shoes or whatever. Well, see, this is how I, I never, only, I, only owning one pair of shoes, evidently. I own many pairs of flip flops. But you didn't then. Is what you I'm saying. I was trying to take you back to that story. I was still trying to figure out. I don't know how in God's name I got home from work. You had like three weeks to think this up. And I, but it doesn't help. I don't, I've, I've thought about it. I still can't figure it out. So anyway, I was walking, walked to my car in my bare feet. And <laughs> so you just left home. So you went, so you're at home. Yeah. You open the closet. You're one pair of shoes in there. You're like, oh shit, I just have to go barefoot to work. Yeah. You only had one <laughs> pair of shoes. You're an adult. You're an adult in this story, right? You weren't like eight years old. No. And in charge of having your own had, shoes. No, no. Okay. I don't. Ha- I so don't know how. I didn't have any shoes. Maybe I was filling the gaps. Okay. Okay. Maybe what happened was I thought my shoes were in the car and they weren't. That might be probably I think what that happened. That is true. So you just okay. Got in the that car, part makes sense. Off, yeah. And then you decided and to look for your shoes after you got to where you were going. Yes. And that, smart. Well, on the way, I was probably digging around looking for my shoes and there weren't any. So I thought, oh shit. So now. In your super clean car. Yeah. Well, they could still be in there. We don't know. Um, so I thought, well, this is this is great. So I'm, I'm going to stop at Target on the way. It's on the way, and get some shoes, because <laughs> like you do. Yeah. So I walked into Target at whatever, like 8:01 in the morning or whatever, and I was trying to like scoot through Target I, without I, with my bare feet because you so look like a lunatic. You, you lived in Redmond at the time. Yeah. And the Target is like, I don't know, three miles from your house, four miles. Yeah. So you didn't just no, turn no, around. No, no, no. I lived in in Seattle. And Which I was Target going to did you go to? So, I think so, the Redmond one. So you drove a long ways yeah. to... Okay. There I, I thought is you were one saying, in Woodville. I think you might have gone to the I Woodville might have. one. I thought you were yeah. saying you, you left your house and shortly after realized you didn't have shoes and then went no, to Target instead in, of going back. In Seattle, going going to Woodville, which makes like no sense to people. didn't have time to look to see if you had shoes or put shoes on like a normal person Well, would. I thought they were in the car and I got somehow figured out I didn't have any shoes and I went to Target. The 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 the. This is my weekly thing that you do that's weird. Okay. Well, also, I think maybe you were in flip-flops and you would always take flip-flops off to drive and then you get no, out of the car I without realizing that? No, I distinctly remember being in Target barefoot because the reason it was interesting and no, I know horrifying. The, I'm not doubting the barefoot part. I'm saying that it makes more sense that you'd be driving barefoot and get out of your car if you were in flip-flops. Yeah. Anyway, I had on... Well, this doesn't make sense. Listen to Mom me. Said. I had on for some I'm reason listening. almost... And I can't even figure this how this happened. I had on a red shirt and some sort of tan pants. And they were doing a, like a... a you, cheerleading like, thing at the beginning of the uh-huh. day when they're Team all like building. yes and they're all in a big um, group like chanting or whatever whatever and I'm like gosh shit I'm trying to scoot through in my bare feet at 8 o'clock in the morning pretending like I didn't have bare feet and I had to buy some shoes real fast, and I didn't want to get sucked Did into the building. Did you have to do the cheers? No, I was trying not to because I didn't want to. <laughs> You're trying not to. I wanted to go to work. <laughs> I wanted to go to my other work. You should just worked at Target. Your other work. You felt <laughs> like you were part of it just walking you in. You should have at least stayed along <laughs> long enough to get the employee discount on the shoes. <laughs> should have. I didn't think of that. Um, did you have socks? Did nope. you have to buy socks? I had to buy everything, yeah. So did you think you left your socks in the car, too? I don't I don't know. Sounds like you were all kinds of fucked up in this story. <laughs> I think this is crazy. <laughs> it's like I can't even imagine doing that. Like, yeah, that's I've forgotten a, that like story stuff, doesn't hold together real well. No, unless you were wearing flip flops. Did you take like acid the night before? Maybe I've never taken acid. I would not do that. Right. At least not. That would no. be a good excuse. I took acid and then I went to work the next morning. <laughs> nope, I just didn't have any shoes. My shoes. I, think you were taking acid I think I left my like shoes. At, how 50s. could you leave your shoes at work though? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, this I don't make know. Sense. All I know is I had to stop at Target. I so had my shoes Target. on, and somehow I had a red shirt on. Yeah, like a Target somehow. employee. Yeah, I never. I don't know. I had any clothes on at all. <laughs> I used to always get asked, like in my early twenties at stores, and maybe it's because I shopped more. But we used to I wear that Rite Aid apron. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I used to always get asked for this help, is... or if I worked places, and huh. like, um, excuse me, do you know where this is? And I'd be like, um, I think it's over there, but I don't work here. <laughs> Oh, I did that one time to a guy in Target, actually, who had on a red, of a, don't wear a red shirt and tan pants at Target if you don't want people to ask you yeah. where things no. are. And he was, like, pissed. He was like, I'm sorry, you look like you work here. He's mad I'm at like, you? Yeah. Oh, because oh, you asked him. Yeah. That guy sounds like a jerk. Yeah. He He's never going to get that job at Target. You should just laugh <laughs> and be like, ah, uh, I don't work here. I just I just dress like I do. Yeah, why don't you dress like you? Well, dress, I mean, that's dress what I did. I dress like I worked at Target and kind of go buy shoes. The job you want. <laughs> I already got the clothes. That's I why I wear right a um, blue polo because I want to work at Best Buy. They still have those. I don't want to rain in your parade, but they might not have those anymore. That's why I dress like a football player all the time. 
So to get murdered in a, fo- a football game. I was saying that uh, there was a preseason game last night. I was saying they should let a fan play for one play as a quarterback in the preseason game in the fourth quarter. That's a good idea. And then they do it once and the guy get killed. Or paralyzed. Yeah. <laughs> That's not so a good just idea. handing the ball off. We're taking that so idea off the table. Yeah. Not yet. Okay. Do you have one more topic? I before do. the break and then we're going to do hints and best ofs? Yeah. I, um, Our favorite segment, best of so far, coming up after the break, everybody. Yeah, everyone. <laughs> Brace for us being mad about doing a segment that we have the, the choice to do or to not. Boil. Yeah. We don't have a choice anymore. I'm going to start taking all of my topics from uh, Reddit, like a lot of the click. What are some things about women that men don't know? <laughs> it's on there like every day. Uh, yeah. I never look at Reddit. Probably never so read Reddit. We should start communicating through Reddit. <laughs> we should. Um, there was a thread about the best live webcams recently. Oh, yeah. And I got into it a little bit. The two that I got stuck on that night were, I don't even know how you say it. The, uh, oh, and I, my handwriting's terrible. Uh, it's a national park in Alaska where they have brown bear live cams. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. you can watch the bears fish on like little waterfalls. It's like cat, catney or something. Katani? Katani? Katnia? I'm not. <laughs> what is it? What does it literally Katni Katania mean? Is that a place it's or is it a national park? park in Alaska. Oh, okay. So that's anyway, a location. So that's okay. a cool one, guys. Check it out. Um, sorry, I didn't tell you what Email it's called. Me, I'll put it in the description. Very accurately. Okay. Can you spell it? No, because I can't. can't I, I can't read it. Oh, you can't read your writing. Okay. Yeah, well, this I really did well. a bad job. How come it's okay if Kelly can't read her writing, but it's not okay if I can't? Because I can never do it. And at all? Yeah. I never, <laughs> I've never, literally. I never, I never, it's ever extremely rare that I can't read my own writing because normally if I started making a list like that and my handwriting was that bad and I noticed, I would have ripped that sheet off and it's started the, again. And so like, I get obsessive away. about it. If I ever write a sticky note to a coworker, I'll like write it like five times sometimes. Maybe I should do that. I'm insane. I should be more. Maybe I should throw more stuff away that I wrote. Instead of giving a coworker a sticky note that says. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not even that. I need it to look perfect. But anyway, I, know. Um, I understand. It's like my shopping list. You've seen me do that with mm-hmm. grocery lists before. Like uh, I, I wrote potatoes wrong. Of course, you have to start over. Everybody knows that. It looks that. like it's pronounced potatoes on that list. I'm throwing it away. You, I wanted to say you potatoes. You cross it out. You write potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> it's pronounced potato. Puschetti. Um, the other live webcam that I think everyone should check out. There is a karaoke place um, oh, in wow. New Orleans called Cat's Meow. Was I think it's like a, that seems cruel. They have a live <laughs> webcam <laughs> to the people watching it. The people they even I was looking at it this morning. They have it on even before the place is open. Like oh, the wow. bar is closed with the stools upside down and the webcams on. Wow! And then they also have a webcam outside the place, so you can watch people just like on Bourbon just Street up. crossing this intersection. Oh, yeah. Which itself is interesting. We getting arrested. But um, yeah, check out the Cat's Meow live cam karaoke. The DJ I was watching was kind of entertaining the other night. Wow. And uh, it's good to know. You know, just. Uh, that was probably good all night. Bunch of drunks. 24 hours. <laughs> yeah, and it was like a weekday when I saw it. And wow. People were like real drunk and doing karaoke. Cool. Dancing. It was fun. Hmm. You know, I saw the first webcam ever when it was fairly new. In the 90s, there was one that was. Oh, um, yeah. That Is that coffee, that coffee one? Yeah, I remember <laughs> seeing I remember looking at that when I worked at the UW, like looking it up. What are you talking about? The first webcam ever was when the web was fairly new. People, like an engineering department at a college or something, had a coffee pot that was in another room. And they were tired of, go, of going to, they were tired of walking over to it to see if there was coffee in it. So they set up a camera on it and then had it go over the web. So you could see this. It's just like, so I could sit at their desk and see if there's coffee in the coffee yeah, pot? Yeah, but I could also sit at my desk in Seattle and look at their huh. their coffee pot in Cambridge or whatever wow, it was. That also, why weren't they coffee. just but making coffee? Are they just pricks who wouldn't make their own? I think they probably just figured out how to make a webcam and didn't <laughs> want any of them to be in it. But they, they uh, I remember seeing that and then and then thinking about it later. Like, I wonder how, like, if that was old when I saw it, but it was like, it had been up for like six months when I saw it. I remember being blown away by it because it's like, oh, someone's coffee pot. In <laughs> I think it might have been in England or... Oh, I said Cambridge, so that sounds English. I don't know if it's Cambridge, Massachusetts. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I don't remember if it, I don't remember where it was. It was a college somewhere, I think, though. So that was cool. But we've come a long way with webcams. No more coffee pots. I think that they took that one down because it was just a black and white, like, tiny image of a coffee pot. <laughs> we should see if it's still up. Yeah, Herbert and I were watching the bear's fish for a while this morning. It was cool. Wow. Did they catch any? That sounds good. Yeah, and I missed I it, so. and I rewound it. <laughs> wow. Because I saw it walking away with a fish, and I was like, really? I looked away for two seconds. You rewound it? Yep. All right. Well, guys, we need to take a break so we can put a commercial in for that toilet paper place. Oh, do that. We'll be back. And Sunrise Espresso. Yeah.
a tomato or is that your nose? Very good, Carl. You must come down with me after the show to the lumberyard. You ride piggyback on the bus stores. Nobody's going to find me after the show. <laughs> uh, yes, they are. You'll be hanging in my window as a Venetian blind. That makes me shudder. Quiet, or I'll throw a woodpecker on you. You know, I've always been very fond of our feathered friend. Large or small came a while. Blonde or brunette, yeah. <laughs> Bill, you have quite a collection, haven't you? Yes, I have. Yes, I have, Edgar. <laughs> I always have a very rare Australian duck-billed platypus. Uh, how small is this bird? Do you have to have glasses to see it? Yes, about three or four. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Fields, that when you stood on the corner of Hollywood and Vine, 43 cars waited for your nose to change to green? <laughs> now, hey, you woodpecker's lunch. <laughs> you know, John, Many's the time I wish you could be here to fill that terrible vacancy. In your heart, Mr. Fields? Oh, in my fireplace. <laughs> <laughs> You're back from a break. I didn't leave a gap there. It's going to be hard to figure out. Clap. <laughs> I could have thought that instead <laughs> of saying it. It's too late to clap. Mm. Please clap. Welcome to Kelly's Hint List, the part of the show where I read from 1003. No. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you need to write a best of one. I think I did last time. Welcome to best of so far. Some bullshit thing Peg Brackett came up with that we've somehow chained ourselves to. And now we have to do it forever and ever like Sisyphus rolling a roll, rock up a hill and back down. I think there are only like 36 left. We decided last I think time, it was right? 33. It was an odd number because I remember saying that when we do the last day, it's going to be exciting because there's only going to have to do one instead of three. It's or two, maybe zebras. two instead of three. I don't know. Oh, Jesus Zebras. Christ. Like, oh, man. <laughs> is it going to be... Uh, I don't like this, the way this is starting out. What's your favorite moment? Huh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Mine is um, when the moon hits your eye. <laughs> <laughs> like a big pizza pie. That's well, not a moment. That's a mori. Well, <laughs> shit. <laughs> mine's definitely not my kids being born. Um, yeah, that was dumb. My, you have to choose one of them mom, if it mom's is. Fa- mom's favorite moment was when you were born. <laughs> so you finally have to hang out with this other dumb kid. This piece of shit nerd. How would you be a kidding. nerd? That was a nerd, though. You're cute. So cute. I'm not anymore. I'm cool. I'm a jock. Um, okay. <laughs> That's uh, right. We talked about you being jock before. You are pretty jock. If you listen to me talk about this stuff, all the people who already know me, you can tell I'm a nerd. Um... Besides the things that you're supposed to say like that, like getting married or whatever, mm-hmm. I think one of them was, uh, I've been talking, it's football season again, and I was thinking about that tip game Kelly and I went to. Oh, when, yeah. When Richard Sherman tipped the ball and uh, Malcolm Smith caught it. That was pretty great. Because it was a miserable time up until then. The Seahawks were trailing a lot of the time. That's, that had to help them take the lead. or it, gave, it didn't help them take the lead. They had the lead, and San Francisco was trying to score, and they marched on the field, and then... An improbable play happened that won the Seahawks the game, and you don't usually see a play like that in a football game. And also, th- in that magnitude, all th- of Seattle. If you walk up to anybody in Seattle and go, "Yeah, the tip," and everybody knows what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know why they haven't built a. St- we should wait to see what Richard Sherman does before he retires to build a statue of him. But um, <laughs> uh, that was one of those moments that makes. It's why people watch sports because it's so exciting, and it was. Um, it was one of the greatest football games of all time. Also, okay, I'm, I'm going to go with NFL a football games. theme and go Beastquake. Yeah. That was still one of the most amazing things of all sports when Marshawn Lynch was carrying like three guys on his body, running, rushing toward the... the. He ran like, it was like 60 or 70 yards and he, he ran through a bunch of guys and stiffed arms some dudes and like knocked, he ran through like the entire defense. It was when the Seahawks were 7-9 and nine and they made the playoffs and before the game, people were saying, <laughs> they need to change the playoff rules. 
A seven and nine team should not be able to make the playoffs. Yeah, they knocked out New Orleans. And then they beat New That's Orleans, who had won the Super Bowl the year before. And the Beast Quake was it actually registered on the Richter scale in Seattle because was, people were so um, at the stadium. At the were stadium, up and down yeah. so much. You were at that game, right, with Dad? Yeah. Yeah, and I remember uh, it, the play took so long that he ran into a pile of people, and I started to sit back down, and then stood back up when he was still running. <laughs> And everyone's going insane. And then uh, I didn't see this at the time, but in replays, you can see when he runs and dives into the end zone, he turns around and jumps backwards and grabs his nuts and then lands on his back. It's, <laughs> a gr- it's one of the best things I've ever seen. It is amazing. Everyone look that up. Super hyphy. That was a, a very Super good hyphy. moment. Um, I'm going to go also, a football moment also and okay. say the, I have one more? the Green Bay game that uh, sent us to the second Super Bowl that we lost. Not the second Super Bowl. The second Super Bowl in a row. Third Super Bowl for the Seahawks. But um, the moment... When I told Herman I was leaving, <laughs> and I walked around to the other side of the stadium, and then I came back to our seats in overtime, and when he saw me, it's, I still say it's the happiest Herman's ever seen to see me, been to yeah. see me, because he was like, you didn't leave. I thought you were gone. And then we sat people, and finished the people, game. Some people did leave, and I understand, because that was a frustrating game. It was. <laughs> yeah. I claimed that I was going home and not talking to anyone for the rest of the night, so <laughs> I get The game it. was still happening. Yeah. <laughs> That was an improbable mm-hmm. game. So we all, all of them are football moments. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I chose to go football. Mommy wanted to bring one moment, one more moment. Up. Uh, the moment when you get home and you take off your bra. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, I can't Kay. believe we're still wearing shoes, Bill. You should take those off. You don't want me to take my shoes off. Yeah, I do. Mm, I'm gonna go with Bill on this one. <laughs> I don't Favorite want, no, my motel. Shoes are fine. I just don't have to put them back on. Motel. Motel or hotel? Motel. And we've already done hotel and inn, haven't we? Well, motel. Yeah, know. you got to separate them all out. Um, I hope we do motor lodge next. <laughs> Um, I'm going to say the, uh, the, um, motel, there's no, such, there's no I have good a kind motel. of a serious answer and a kind of a joke answer. The serious answer is that one in Portland that's, um, cool and hip when Matt Rudy had his bachelor party there. It was fun to hang out there. It's like an old motel that they renovated and they, this is a long time ago, but, um, I don't know if it's still cool, but the people just like party in the courtyard part. They have like fires and stuff and everybody's there to party. It's oh, like a that cool sounds fun. place to stay. It's probably like $400 a night now. Yeah. Um, my more joke answer is the Moonlight Motor Lodge in uh, Wenatchee. I was just thinking about that, too. That was a... Which, which is uh, where we stayed when my grandfather died, and we all stayed there afterwards and partied in the parking lot. And I think yeah. we should do an entire series of episodes about that with everybody involved. I agree. Oh God. I Well, Kelly came out the other side in one piece. That was good. And I... Uh, one thing about Lily being my favorite granddaughter is she was about, what, 10-ish... No, she she's younger, younger than, than that. that. And Gilles I just was like two, so she would have been yeah, okay. she was like nine or so. 10, I, right? Anyway, I took her and we went to bed, and we just I just went to bed, and I the rest of it all. That's too bad. It was fun. What I remember of it. Yeah, me too. There's <laughs> also uh, there were parts of it that were genuinely terrifying. So we'll, we'll talk involved. about that at a different okay. time. I remember those too. Um, uh, believe it or not, it was mostly fun. It's a good memory overall. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, I didn't say a motel. Um. My favorite is the one where uh, Bill found a piece of pie in the couch. Oh, yeah. That was a nice I don't place. remember where we even were for that trip, but we were Seems on vacation like we were in once. California somewhere. I was thinking we were, like, well, we used on to, the water kind of somewhere. We it used was. to travel by, um, we would drive until Mom got tired of driving and then tell Dad to go, go to, to a motel and then tell Dad to go in and ask how much it was. And if it was too much, we'd go to the next yeah, one. Yeah, and, and, and he'd come out and she'd be like, $55. And then we'd go to the <laughs> next one until we found one that was shitty. And then we'd go stay at that one. And this one had a couch that, yeah, it was like on the like a bay somewhere, like in Oregon maybe. I don't know. Maybe. We were on yeah, a it was road pretty. trip and it was yeah. Dad it was says nice. yes to Oregon. And, uh, but there was a, we were sitting on a little love seat and Bill looked down and there was like a whole piece of pie whole slice, squished like a, like not, with a lattice top. Yeah, not even a bite out of it. Someone had dropped a whole piece of pie on the couch and abandoned it, and he uh, never saw it again, I and guess. Th- and then the cleaning people didn't see it, but like, or they just were like, this is too much to deal with. Maybe the um, next person want to eat it. On the good side, it was not $55, it was probably $35. Yeah, probably that's was. true. A and $55 place back then would have cleaned that pie out. I, it makes me. <laughs> still <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think most people would it just in the world. Yeah, but when, uh, I, when I travel now, I. I we plan it all out and we reserve the places and check online and stuff and it would stress me out so much to travel like that where you're just driving and driving and driving and then you show up and like you know oh yeah like you don't Eureka know if or whatever look for a place either. yeah oh there's and a it, convention in town we'll drive never, 50 more miles and that didn't happen very often oddly I know because now it would freak me out too it wasn't I, great I remember I remember yeah. being a lot of driving around motel to motel like in no GPS we're just like is there another motel around here 
Yeah. Oh, we stayed at uh, in in Kelso, which is about halfway between Portland and Seattle, and we we were meeting people down there just to hang out. I think, and we were there. We went to we. Dad asked somebody. I think it was in Kelso. Yeah, he asked somebody where we could eat dinner. At the, he asked somebody at the hotel where we were staying, and they said a restaurant. We went there, <laughs> and we went into the restaurant, and then we looked out, and it was attached to a bowling alley. And they're just like, "What? Oh yeah, I do remember this that. This is a bowling alley. This isn't a restaurant. <laughs> like, come on, this is your suggestion. We for sat a place? down on the left, huh? Yeah, I think so. It was like, yeah, we can't. This isn't cool. This is like, it's not really the experience we were looking for. Like, let's find a cool local restaurant. Well, they probably figured if you're staying at this shitty. Hotel, you're yeah. probably fine you're with fine them. with a bowling <laughs> yeah. alley restaurant. The bowling alley, yeah. It's funny that they didn't mention it's attached to a bowling alley, by the way. If that's a, if that's a concern of yours, I I also think that we've stayed some decent places. We should talk talk about that. No, we we definitely, but it's kind of hit and miss because we would just roll in and try to find a place. Like we stayed at a. Well, I guess you guys weren't there. Never mind. It was later. <laughs> we stayed at um <laughs> in Portland at that fancy hotel called the. Can't think of the name. Great, great story, Mom. Uh, yeah, I was good. Thanks for adding that. Shh. Instead of moving on, Mom's okay, got good on. instincts. Shut yep. up, Bill. In terms of timing, I have avocado toast. That's a throwback to Bob. That's in the best <laughs> of guys. Look forward to it. Yeah, What's your favorite mountain? coming any minute. Uh, Mount Rainier. Mountain Mama. <laughs> Mama Mountain. Uh, I guess Mount Rainier. Mount Rainier is real pretty. We can see it. It it's is. Called, it's called in Seattle. It's called the mountain. I think it's probably you know. the most picturesque mountain in America. Like as a standalone else. mountain, the rest are all ranges. Yeah. Well, well the, the ones, the other Cascade Mountains are pretty standalone, but I think it's the best Cascade Mountain. Yeah. I don't know what Denali looks like. Yeah, Mount Baker's fine, but it's not. It ain't nowhere near. Rainier's the best. Let's go through all the Cascade Mountains. Mount Hood is really nice. Um, We're not saying they're not nice. We're saying they're not. I know. I think okay. I think Rainier has a good combination of uh, snow and rock. They and look really cool. Sharp angles for the sun yeah. to, and, to and hit. Largeness. Because Mount Hood is. It looks like Mount Fuji or something where it's kind of smooth looking. Yeah. Hmm. Um, okay. We're not I, knocking Mount, Mount Fuji. Mount, Mount Rainier used to be called Mount Tahoma or whatever. That's an approximation Tacoma. of what people called it. I think it was called Tacoma. Wasn't it? Tacoma? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I'm saying that we didn't really know how to pronounce that word. It's either Tahoma or Tacoma. I think Tacoma is the American or English version of what the local people called that mountain, which is why the city is called that. But um, Andrea got another book about place names. So <laughs> but I was thinking we should try to rename Mount Rainier to Tahoma or Tacoma whatever the people say we should call it who are from here and because they did that with Denali it was called Mount McKinley and they named it Denali. oh that's right I forgot about that they had uh, and we should change it, it back, back to Tahoma and then okay. also Rainier Beer should make Tahoma cans oh that's a good that's idea Tahoma mm-hmm. on them that's a good idea you should write, yeah. write that down somebody Rainier get on that we'll get well they're not going to get on it if we don't tell them write yeah, it down Kelly should. I don't know we should get sponsored by Rainier that'd be a good don't sponsorship don't let Bill do it would you drink Rainier it. if it was free I drink it and pay for it. You don't. I've I never do seen too. you drink Rainier. Well, you never go anywhere. Oh, it's bars that have it. Because yeah. you yeah. only go to bars. And I, I'm a teetotaler. Well, what? I have, to, I have a job as mainly the reason I don't go to bars. <laughs> I don't take, I'll go to I'll bars to at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm yeah. done at 8 o'clock at night, yeah. you got to get home and watch uh, The Big Bang Theory or whatever it is you watch. Modern Family. <laughs> Modern Family. The Big Bang Theory. So no. we got one more? Did we just do two? Nope, we did all three. Well, wow, I was just playing mom's role this time. Welcome to, Keely's, welcome to Keely's hint list. Keely. That's what I call myself. <laughs> Her name's Keely now. She's changing it. <laughs> okay. Welcome to Kelly's hint list, the part of the show where I read from 1003 Household Hints and Work Savers, a book from 1948. Pick a number, hear a hint. Mom, why don't you pick one first? Uh, let's do uh, 77. That's available. Okay. You know, I think this is going to be what makes me get reading glasses doing this. Oh, I you have can turn the light on over there too. Well, I idea. can't see without my glasses on. I don't know how that works. If I need bifocals or what, but hmm. I'm an old man. An old. You know you're old when you start talking about your glasses and your hearing aids. It's sad. Well, <laughs> I've had to talk about my glasses all along. Oh. I, I uh, since I've been eight or whatever. That's true. Wash leafy vegetables such as spinach thoroughly just before cooking. Add no water. The water that clings to the leaves is enough to cook them in. That's true. Okay. So, yeah. What Even a, if you have pre-washed spinach in bags like they have nowadays, mm-hmm. you don't have to add water because spinach just has a ton of water in wet. it. Yeah. That's true. And that's and you can cook the, the biggest leaky, uh, bag of uh, spinach and it'll cook down to a teaspoon no matter did, yeah. how much you do. It's true. Did people who 
But do people eat other leafy greens? I guess they eat collard greens and stuff. Mustard greens? But, yeah, yeah, I think so. But they didn't eat like kale, right? Wasn't that a fairly recent thing? I don't know, but I think I people used to actually eat more. The 80s. Charred. Yeah. But I think people used to eat more sort of like that. The greens of a vegetable. Yeah, of, yeah. of a vegetable more than we do. Because I never heard the, of that stuff. For those of you listening, my mom just waved her hand in a circular motion indicating something. Indicating leafy greens. Well, in the South, everyone ate leafy greens like yeah, that's that. True. Like the mustard and, it, and the. The uh, collard, collard, and everything. And they knew how to cook them, which is put a ham hock in there. Cook yeah, them all day. <laughs> That'll do it. Salt them up. Yep. That's how I had stuff uh, when I was a kid. But it was <laughs> we actually didn't have the green part. We just had the beans and the ham hock. So that's not. <laughs> it was a completely things. different thing. I didn't, no, I never soup. Ate. It's a completely yeah. different thing. I never ate spinach as a child. I don't think. It's a real long episode. Is it? Yeah. Is it going to be well, real, real good? We're at 53 right now. Oh, okay. We've only done one hint. Okay. Bill, you do a hint. 851. All right. I'm shooting for the cars or household. Not household. Like, I don't know what I'm saying. You want, like, <laughs> you want manly like hints. furnace. Manly. Yeah, I want to know yeah. about, I don't know about how to deal with my oil furnace. What number did you say? Eight. 851. 51. I just passed it. Here are three ways to forestall big doctor bills. Nail loose stair treads down tight. <laughs> See that handrails are sturdy. Paint the top and bottom treads of basement stairs white. Huh. Top and bottom tread. Like the first and last stair. Oh. I guess. <laughs> I don't think this is that confusing. Don't. What they're saying is don't fall down the stairs, guys. Yeah. Okay. Just that makes sense. Together. Yeah, Get I get shit it. Together. I like the clever way they put it. Like if you're hit, railing on your stairs is bad and you fall like... Uh, like 12 feet and accept oh I can go to the doctor now well you probably do you broke a bunch of stuff you need to go to the hospital it's not like you I thought it was going to be like you should eat vegetables or something or like <laughs> go back to the spinach one eat no they spinach. just don't want you falling down the stairs in any way shape or form yeah <laughs> that's three hints it should down be. The stair tread. you should say here are three ways to forestall big doctor bills from falling down the stairs yeah. <laughs> so stair tread big tumbling injuries I guess stair tread sounds I like they're talking about like uh, not necessarily your main staircase in your house, but like the one in the basement or the outside or something. So the one in the, the main, the, the circular one that goes up that you come down with your wedding dress when you get married yeah, is it's a different situation. situation. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to do 83. It's year I was born. No, uh, <laughs> I'm cool it with that. I'm trying to fake my age. You're trying, trying, to, work you're in trying to say you're younger than me? Yeah. <laughs> to, to fake my age now too? Well, that doesn't make me younger than you. If you're born in 83? I was born in 81. Oh, that's right. That makes me younger than you. <laughs> we we all have math skills from heaven in this family. Yeah. I'm about to fall asleep, guys. I'm not, not going to lie. Why waste celery tops? Cut them up and use to flavor meats, stews, soups, roasts, stuffings. Well, why would you waste celery tops? What is wrong with you people? Of Do course you, you don't. Ne I've never used them for anything. You I have to be them, honest. Cut them I'm going to throw them away. I'm going to be completely honest. So I'm, I use them for compost. That doesn't mean I'm not using them. Mm, not yeah, it does. If you're putting them in industrial compost, that doesn't count. It doesn't? If you throw no. them in your own backyard compost, I'll give you half a point. They probably just dump that shit in the ocean anyway, all that compost. Well, they well, sell the bags of it, fine. so they must be doing something. They well, compost is actually compost, though. That's fine. The stuff you buy in the bags is just like compost. There's computers from China. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mom, yeah. have you actually used celery tops for anything? Mm, no. Okay. Probably not. No. I know they're edible and they taste good, but... It I makes sense to use them as a seasoning kind a of lot thing, of as opposed to eating ants on a log or whatever. And a lot of the what celery the I buy is, like, that part's chopped off. Like it. Yeah, it's already... It's also, or else it's all dried up, and Kelly, by the time you get the top off and try to do the leaves, it's not... It's not Kelly goes to the store, it. and she's like, I need to buy celery. I need to find the one that has the most packaging. I need some in styrofoam, wrapped in plastic. Yeah. So we're talking uh, Target in Seattle. Yeah. At Target in Seattle. You're on our shit list. There goes our Target sponsorship. All right, Mom, pick one more. Let's do one more each. Um, 99. 99. The KISW number. It's a really local heavy episode today. Is available. 99. When on KP duty, peel oranges with a metal sponge like the one you use for scouring pots and pans. It's thriftier, easier, and quicker. Same idea works on turnips and carrots, but rinse thoroughly. No, no, no. Why? Jesus, I was God. Talking about like um, like a steel wool thing, yeah. but not or, the or like a um, like not a, steel wool. What's the that stuff that called? Like a scrubby thing? Like yeah, a, like a, a metal scrubby. Is this for oranges? 
Bill's huh? making the exact same face as I am. Oranges. What did it say? Potatoes. You said, you said oranges. I did not. You did. This is recorded, Kelly. This is being recorded. I can prove it. You should mark this for the best of <laughs> oranges. Potatoes is still insane, but at least that'll probably work. Are you kidding me? I said, <laughs> yeah. I yeah. said oranges. <laughs> yeah, Kelly's like having a stroke. So like having a hard time with this. Yeah, it is insane. Okay, I, I didn't know what KP duty was, so that was in the back of my head. Well, there it's, used to be this. It's kitchen patrol. It was the oh, thing okay, that they made from you the military. In the army, they'd make you do it. And it was always like Beetle Bailey would have to peel a bunch of potatoes. I remember that. So I, I kind of got that. That was a real thing, though. Context. And her brain just went straight to oranges. <laughs> they probably I don't just. Know what I imagine in World War II they just drafted everybody and the super dipshit guys had to just peel. You could just peal potatoes and like all pe- day. But, but be careful with the peeler. You know, don't cut yourself. Well, here I'll they just give, give you a, a scrubby. Hey, you okay, well, peel oh, potatoes God. with a metal sponge like. <laughs> I was hungry for oranges. he's <laughs> for scouring pots and pans. That actually seems like it would work well. It would work well. well. Once I got the oranges out of my, you know, we need to find out when they invented the potato peeler. <laughs> Because Maybe, that would be I feel like the one we had as a child was probably from 1948. Yeah. It was. That weird, like, yeah, it was. weird one. It just made the noise kind of like potato uh, peeler but that, made. That's the kind of, they've always made, the sound they've always made. I don't know why you would do that instead of using a potato peeler. I can see why you do it instead of a knife, I guess. Also, you should use like a belt sander if you're going to do that, right? Just <laughs> sand that shit off. I know I've told you guys this before, but we had a thing in school when I was a kid in elementary school where they we made applesauce. Oh, yeah. And there was like a peeling station. And I peeled. I was peeling apples like three times faster than anyone else because I was in charge of peeling oh, potatoes yeah. at home. And we had potatoes like four times a week. So I was super, super fast at it. And a lot of kids had never used a peeler before. And I was You're like, just like <laughs> 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 blowing through the apples. Good thing they put oh. you in apple apple duty. Good, apple. Thing, it, good thing it wasn't a orange patrol. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Oh, what have happened? Orange very, patrol. Everybody were on orange patrol. <laughs> it was really weird. I guess I saw a peel and went to orange. I guess so. Ooh. <laughs> I'm looking at the Wikipedia article for peelers and it's really like overview. All right. I don't, can you just condense this down? Uh, 1928 <laughs> looks like it was the first first potato commercial. Peeler? I don't know. Potato that looks peel? like it's just a knife. I don't know, man. I'll look it up later. <laughs> Swivel peelers. The Jonas peeler designed in Sweden in 1953 is a straight design with a pivoting blade. So that sounds like the kind we're talking about. So it's right mm-hmm. after this, it sounds like. Yeah. That makes sense that you wouldn't want to use... Because the option would be a knife or uh, some sort of rough material. Yeah. Rough materials. Okay. So. autobiography. Are we doing more? Did I do one already? I am so out of it right now. Um... Guys, Kelly did. I need. It's my turn to do one. Did we? Did I do two or one? Who just picked ninety nine? That might have been me. Yeah, it was you. Okay, so it's my turn. See, this is the trouble because I get confused about because you're talking and I'm and I picked. Okay. Well, Kelly and I are both down for the count. We're Kelly's busy looking at the book (laughs) and I'm just like almost asleep. Also, Kelly seems to be confused about some things. (laughs) Let's do the sun-soaked day suddenly (laughs) stroked me. Let's do nine forty-eight. Are you allowed to go that down? I can, that go that, I can go that down if I want. <laughs> I, I drew a line. I drew a new line around the one, the new revised, uh, the barrier or the border with insurance. Where we get insurance, into insurance hints? Okay. Which we're going to have to do with a different colored marker when we do those. 948. Oh, you are getting into cars. Hell yeah. It's going to be about the best car thing. It, Wait, did like you say 48? 948. It'll be like, in conclusion. We've read this one. Your car is all fixed. Really? I'm pretty sure. Okay. Say it, and that's, then we'll talk. It's extremely long. Oh, Jesus. Okay. You're just trying to get out of reading it. Do you want me to read it? No, I'll read it. Okay. And tell me if we've read it before. Okay. Get a competent mechanic to examine thoroughly. Yeah, we've read this okay. one. Okay. <laughs> Let's do 947. I think it... To remove the hubcap without scratching the wheel finish. That's what I'm talking about. Fit a piece of ordinary garden hose over the neck of the ripping bar. <laughs> Thus, when prying <laughs> off the hubcap, the rubber hose and not the actual metal bar will come in contact with the finish. Hmm. I added the word actual in there and I tried to not make it sound weird, but I did. Um, so that seems like a good hint. So they're talking about the part that you use to get leverage against the wheel, the finish yeah, wheel. Yeah, put a piece of rubber between it and then you won't scratch I understand your that, but where, where's this garden hose piece coming from? Just gonna, garden hose. Are you just going to chop up your garden hose? Well, it's an I ordinary have, garden hose. I have probably hose. a thousand feet of garden hose with holes in it at home. Before I got what I mean, garden do you, hoses. Would you cut them up and then put the lid, the end back on the lid? Put the end back on? 
No, you have an old garden hose that has holes in it that you keep in your garage. Oh, you just keep it laying around and then you h- yeah, hook it up like for things? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you read this book and then next time your hose breaks. Well, you wouldn't be throwing it away in 1948. It's like in Costa Rica yeah. where you know you can't get stuff it. and you might use it for something else. So okay. you hang it up in your garage. Yeah, you probably have the same hose for since the beginning of World War II. And also you have okay. a garage because. You probably have to hide it because they're coming to try to take it and give it to the boys overseas, you know? <laughs> As Bill okay. calls them, the what did you say? The boys foiding. The foiding over, yeah, bravely foiding. Right, let's do Kelly's and then let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> All right. I'm I don't like your attitude. Yeah, I have a shitty attitude right now. Let me see the. I haven't list. been sleeping. It's been hot. I was already not sleeping very much. For some, I mean, I'm just like you know. I'm gonna do number five. Well, insomnia. Tomorrow's Saturday. And that's been sleep, in the sleep. '90s, so it's hard to sleep. That's the '40s for you Canadians. Is yeah. it? Wow, no, it's 90 look Celsius. At you being bilingual. In my house. It's almost it's almost boiling water at my house. You had this conversation with my uh, I guess is he my brother-in-law, Ryan, my wife's sister's husband. Yeah. Trying to explain him I how call hot them it gets here. My brother in laws. Because like we understand Celsius more than they understand um, Fahrenheit, I think. Mm. But I still don't know what to tell him. Well But he doesn't have any idea because he never runs into it, you know. Third degrees are so big. <laughs> yeah. Um. Making fun of him. <laughs> Shitty degrees. Oh, sorry, chopped to make meat that noise. spoils more readily than plain cuts. This is just a. This is an old like um, saying. Use as <laughs> soon as possible after purchase. Chopped meats. No, chopped meat spoils more readily than plain cuts. Use as soon as possible after purchase. I like how you don't say anything and Kelly reads it again. I don't um, think I was waiting for you to finish that one because that, that was, was it. short. Um, chopped meats. Well, Is I was just trying to say it like it was a saying, but it didn't work. So hamburger goes south quicker than a T-bone? Yeah. I wonder if that's true. Uh, I think it is. All right. Because I think you can age steaks, but you don't age hamburger. But hamburgers are made out of steaks. Well, but if what you just made it steak cubes, is it going to age faster? Probably just the act of cutting a knife through it introduces more bacteria into the whole situation. So you're saying the yeah. butcher's just... And exposes more of it, it to the air. has so many germs that you can't even, shouldn't even go there? Well, they bleach it down all the time. I don't know. I don't know. I can't really give any expert views on this or if it's an old wives' tale, but um, guys, go Child- ahead and, go ahead and eat all that old meat. It's fine. I remember the saying, chopped meat ages faster. <laughs> That's the saying. <laughs> That's the worst of the sayings. Well, it sounds like it means something. Chopped like eat ages faster. Chopped eat. Big pieces will you just said laster. Chopped, you said chopped eat. Jesus Christ. We're like doing another episode le- after this. You left, you left a letter Are off we? of the word you were saying. It wasn't, even like, it wasn't even close. Chopped meat ages faster. A big old piece is going to laster. <laughs> Nailed it. End it, Mom. <laughs> I'm pie your pants out.